0: Heyo! This is uh, uh, the Christmas, Merry Christmas uh, episode of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Hey, 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 hey! Ah, peace on earth, everybody! Happy birthday, Jesus!
1: Do you,
2: do
0: you know how difficult it is to find a stupid song like that in Spanish? It is ridiculous. It's, it's impossible to find that stupid stuff. But anyway, we are back. Speed Metal Cycling, episode 146. I am your host, Skull Crusher, and joining me today are Natalia. You already heard her laughing. And back from his world travels, my brother Klaus. Natalia Klaus, how are you guys doing? So we're oh I'm, I'm missing oh. Mike. Oh. Oh. Everybody. oh you miss Mike very much, but we're happy that he's uh traveling himself. Oh, oh boy.
2: What? Natalia? She's just these are the sound effects.
0: <laughs> that's a sound effect that's uh yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> is uh is that
1: Jose Feliciano Christmas song the greatest oh, I, uh contribution of the Latin American community to American culture? Yeah.
2: Perhaps? That's what it it's is. Either
1: that or Ricky Martin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Jose Feliciano.
0: You, uh, uh, There's very uh, I don't really like many Christmas songs. So me saying that this is my most hated song isn't really much, but I yeah. fucking hate this song. That's
2: why I, I picked it. Actually, it. I have a whole oh. selection that I am hoping you are going to hate. And it's it's building up. <laughs> so We're starting with Jose Feliciano and it's going to start building it's
0: gonna
2: up. It's going to get worse. Yeah, it's
0: going to get worse. So oh, Praise boy. yourself. <laughs>
2: this is my Christmas spirit. <laughs> So, uh, b-
0: before we go any further, let me actually kill the sleigh bells over here. Um, before we go any further, I have a couple of announcements I want to make. First of all, in the social media front, very important. The Oh, God, that stupid song. I can't. Keep talking,
2: guys. It's cold. Jeez. First
0: of all, in the social media front. Mm-hmm. This podcast is now on Instagram. And finally, I know people have been asking for this for years. Nobody's ever asked. At Speed Metal Cycle. Speed Metal C-Y-C-L. Just like the handle that we have on Twitter. And you have to follow us or you will die. As the kids say. (laughs) Follow us or die. Uh, We'll come to your house, slaughter your family. And then you're going to watch that. And then we'll kill you. Could if that you be a,
1: a variation on the movie speed? Wasn't it like the bus has to go a certain speed or it someone yes. dies or something? so The bomb explodes. Yeah, so if people don't follow, then the bomb explodes and they die or something? Is that what you mean? Yes,
0: the, the bomb in their pets, inside <laughs> their pets blow up. So, all right, second this
2: announcement. Is, this is interesting. So we have to actually, like, make threats so people follow the Instagram. The only Man. people... <laughs> That's 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 good. I mean, we're we're yeah. That's how that's how high we are. (laughs) Let's let's
0: remind everybody that we bought our first 100 followers.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) but but totally got ripped off (laughs) because I bought them, and then eventually it was like it went up to like 72, and that was it.
1: (laughs) So I have to
0: ask. I didn't know it was
1: that easy to buy them. You just go on a website and you put in like a PayPal account or something. Is it really that simple?
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can do it in a in an app. You don't have to really do it online. Really, and you can buy them by the thousands. Yep. Oh, you can you can buy fifty thousand. Yeah. Wow. You can buy you can buy likes. You can buy views. You can buy people to comment. Like, I knew I knew that was possible, but I always assumed
1: that it was. Like, a little harder, like, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's it's super, super simple. Like, you needed to be in the movie
0: Hacker to know how it was done. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You do not need to be Angelina Jolie. Uh, So, wait. That was was my first announcement. Yeah. Uh, My second announcement is to make sure that you check out my other podcast, Zoom In Enhance, and our newest episode uh, that just went up. And it's all about... Rogue One, spoiler central. We go in depth in the movie and what we thought about it, and I talk about the things that I absolutely fucking hated. That's and the, the new that
1: Star Wars. I really like.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I,
1: it was like a surprise because I saw things about the new Star Wars and I was like, "Oh, that'll be cool. I'll get to watch it in like four months." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, it comes out like tomorrow." I really had no
0: idea, so it was like a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, it's and it's awesome. It's really, really cool. Cool. Diego Diego Luna is in it, and he's amazing in it. So, all right. So that was my second announcement. My third announcement is that the pre-order for the speed metal for the new speed metal cycling kit and vest, or gilet, as some people say it. The gillet. Hold on, uh, gillet. I'm trying to hear what song that is.
1: is that in German? Yes. about mini-claus? What? <laughs> I don't know.
2: This is how YouTube works. YouTube works in mysterious ways. I was I was looking for, you know, like the classical Colombian Christmas things, and I decided, let's just randomize. So I'm just going to pick up whatever catches my fancy from the suggestions that YouTube gives you when right you're looking at mini videos. Klaus. And yep. now is this... German song so I was like yeah it looks good put it in so yeah you're in for a ride.
0: but Klaus since your since your name is Klaus do you get like extra excited (laughs) during Christmas Uh, I know (laughs) no
1: no If you guys kind of dislike this music, imagine it. I have a visceral reaction against it.
0: Playbells. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: I being up- in the seventh grade, uh, when you mo- your family moves to the United States and people figure out that your name is Claus, as they would say, and it's December is not a fun time.
0: Yeah, I yeah, know. Was- That's why I brought it up. I know you hate it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so like I said, the Smirno Cycling Kids and gilets. Um, the the pre-orders are starting soon, so you got to keep your eyes peeled on Twitter and on Instagram, of course, at Speed Metal Cycle, C-Y-C-L, or the website SpeedMetalCycling.com. Let's see, what, what's this one? Wait, is this a Christmas song? Yeah.
2: It is. I know the song.
0: Man, this I is like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. Announcement number four. Our next episode, whenever that will be, I don't know, at some point in early 2017, I guess, is going to be a question and answer episode, a QA and a answer. A q and question and answer episode, Q&A. Um, so you got to get your questions in via Twitter or via email, info at com or via Instagram, spmetalcycling. But you got to follow us in order to send us a question. You don't have to, but you know what like I mean. Like questions
1: about cycling, about our personal anything. lives?
0: Shoe size, feeding schedule, my Wi-Fi password. You can ask <laughs> anything. We okay. can ask, you can ask absolutely anything you want, but
1: we will if only Natalia's ask... Natalia married. Yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> You can ask that.
2: That is not the correct way of asking the question. You no. ask, are you single? Not no, are you married? No. You ask, yeah, are you yeah. single?
0: No, 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 no. The, the way to a, to ask it is, will you marry me?
2: <laughs> That's the way to answer. That's
0: another way to find out for sure. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: And I mean, you're already skipping a step ahead. So, um, so you can ask anything, but we will only answer what we want to. All right. It can be a a question for all of us, a question for Klaus specifically, for Natalia, for Mike. Um, And it can be cycling or non-cycling related, whatever. And then we're going to pick a bunch of questions that I find interesting and then we'll ask. We've done this before and it always always ends up being fun. So that was my fourth announcement. My fifth announcement is to follow us on Instagram at Speed Metal Cycle, C-Y-C-L. That was the first or second announcement. You're repeating. I I know. it was my first announcement just in
2: case somebody wasn't paying attention
0: and then the fifth announcement so now ladies and gentlemen we can actually get started with the podcast
1: so festive. So festive. I feel bad for people that are driving to
0: see their families listening to this and having to put up with all the bells and whistles. I would like to know if you're listening to this while you're driving to see the family, if you're like, I hope I get there soon because I'd rather hang out with boring grandma than listen to this shit. There's no way.
1: But... but that's the thing, as I assume people have significant others and family that they would be driving with. There's no way the family is listening to this,
0: right? Well, maybe it's only maybe if they're well, driving alone. Since we know that like 99% of the people that listen to this are men, maybe while the wife is driving, the guy can listen to it in his headphones. And so if they're men, can we assume,
1: are they single or should we say they, they are not married? Uh,
0: <laughs> Why is that <laughs> really out, Klaus? Should we ask them to marry us? Because then I then
1: there's a surefire way to know if there's someone else in the car putting up with this.
0: <laughs> oh God, goodness gracious! Hey, yeah. hold on, I, I whatever
2: is worth it. Say whatever you want. I think it's I think wor-
0: I see uh, I think I see something in the sky coming this way.
2: We are we are keeping people from okay. dozing and sleeping and yeah. No, it's worth it.
0: Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh God. That's the ho is here. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I have a little uh, mysterious bag that I'm going to drop off with Team Sky.
2: Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> I actually I have was... that on my notes. I have a question for you guys. So, should we start Wait. with that?
1: Is that what Santa brought you, the demise of Team Sky? The flumic-
0: flumicuxylclixoflamuclein. Flumicyl,
2: fluimicil. which through my thinking in an interview that did with Kimach I don't know how long ago, 2012, 2000 something. Didn't he say that that was an amino acid that he was injected when he was at Barlow or something to help recover?
0: I don't
2: know. Yeah, that was but, an interview that he did with Kimach and uh, Michelle, the now wife at that point was sitting with him in that interview. Boom.
0: Well, for what I understand, it's just an expectorant, no? Yeah,
2: that's no, no, no. I- it's something, that's that's what it is. That's something that they are going to give you in really bad cases. A clear mucus or
1: whatever. Yeah
2: it's, yeah, it's like, okay, we need to help you with this. Otherwise, this thing is going to involve in an, a, to acute bronchitis. I had, a, I had that at some point when I was back in, in Colombia, and I was really, really, really sick, and the lungs were all clogged up and whatever, and they went flumizil for that because it was just, you know, like we need to so help you with that. So the difference Did it with- come? in a little bag from London. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: um, so apparently for, for what I, I asked the, um, what do you call those people? A pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my wife works in the medical field. So I have within a text away, I have surgeons and and I asked the pharmacist and the pharmacist says that the only difference between this and a regular specter is that expector actually causes you to cough the mucus out, you know, something mm-hmm. like a mucinex or something. But, but wait, this we're, going, it. we're going, we're oh, yeah. going with the belief that that's really what was in there. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no, I just wanted to explain what it was. I don't know. I, 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 I love that his doctor, uh, his former doctor, was like, this is just like Armstrong. I'm like, really? Is it really just like Armstrong? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know why he would say that. That seems a little, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So in case people don't know what's going on, uh, Natalia, you a long time ago said, I'm already sick of it. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, so but this have- is this is reaching a new yeah, so why don't explain, of, I'm so sick of this. But yeah.
0: Why don't you explain to, to people what the hell is going on with the little mystery bag?
2: Okay. So, should I explain how we got to a mystery bag or how Problem. the whole situation is unfolding? But let's keep in so mind that everything... it's kind of
1: a red herring. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we're looking at the shiny object, but.
2: Yeah, 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 no, that, so that's, the, the whole thing, I think, started with the leaks from fancy bears, because they they leak into this, wait, what a database, and then they saw that there were some shenanigans going on with some therapeutic exemptions Wiggins had uh, when he had his spectacular performances, and winnings of the Tour de France, and Dauphiné, or whatever, and uh, it kind of, like, pon- pointed to something that shouldn't be happening, like, Needles and things that he said he wouldn't take and cortisol and all this crazy thing. So there was an inquiry, you know, like that was open for that. And then at some point, it got to the light. It got got to be known that uh, a bag, a jiffy bag, like uh, is now known, was flown was flown from London to France, uh, and the person that he was addressed to was uh, Wiggins. So this bag was uh, was flown by somebody that used to work with British Cycling. I think she, he, sorry, he was uh, working with the women in British Cycling. And then the big question was, what's in the bag? So they ask everybody for the contents in the bag, and uh, nobody knows what's in the bag. You know, like even though you have to like remove it from London, put it on a plane get it uh, to Paris. Nobody knows. Nobody knew at, the, at that point what was in yeah, the bag. This and was,
0: this was during the Dauphiné.
2: Yeah. So uh, the bag was there at the Dauphiné. So at some mm-hmm. point, even when the questions were being asked, I think Brace, Braceful actually went and said that the bag was for Emma pulley and she was 700 kilometers away in another race, whatever. So it was really crazy, but no, no idea what was in so the stupid, the stupid all, bag. All
0: the Brailsford, Brailsford from, I can't say that guy's name, Brailsford mm-hmm. from the beginning was kind of like shady on his answers. Exactly. About the, the, the,
2: and nobody could uh, could get a straight answer of what straight was yeah, yeah. in the bag. Nobody will give you anything like that. So at that point, I was tired of it because then... Everyone was, and when I say everyone, I'm say, I'm talking about some of the cycling uh, media. They were asking absolutely everybody what they thought about the situation. So you get Jaren Thomas, uh, you know, like, what's your opinion on this, and the the whole uh, exemption from Bradley Wiggins and the business with the Jiffy bag and all those things. That at some point, and and like, dude, nothing is gonna happen. You know, like, I just need they, to they stop. Even,
0: they even asked Donald Trump. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they went almost and asked Donald Trump. So the thing I was, I think it was losing a little bit of steam, but uh, since now the House of Commons, I think the British Parliament opened up an investigation to look into the whole issue of, you know, like the uh, thanks to the leaks from the fancy verse, then yesterday or two days ago, I think, was the turn for the cycling part. So I think they have stood on there, and I think Bracefold, falls, Bracefold falls was was there, and they are just doing this inquiry to try to understand if there was some sort of wrongdoing in the oh, way shit. that you know, like the uh, theoretical exceptions of some of the athletes competing for Great Britain, uh, some of the things that they did when they were competing. So, uh, so
0: basically, he had to he had to like. Um... What do you call that? A testify, basically. Yeah,
2: something like that. So they were just asking that, but it was interesting because it was, I think, it was mainly British cycling, but they had, uh, they had questions related to this uh, bag, and still, I don't know if Blaze for Blaze for whatever his name is saw it coming. Because finally, he gave an answer of what was yeah, in the bag. It was interesting. It's like, oh, flumisil. And it was funny because at some point, somebody says, like, you know, like it could be pedals. and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Are we like pedals? Those things are yeah. kind of heavy. So like, flumisil is not heavy. You know, <laughs> <So> that, <that's, laughs> well, they don't weigh the same. So at this it,
0: point, there's two things. There's two things at this point that I find incredible. Number one, if it's not a big deal and if it was basically like this thing That is not a big deal, Flumicil. And why didn't they just answer the questions from the beginning? Why yeah, make us super shady? And number two, how come the UCI at no point has said anything? They're just like, yeah, whatever, it's not our business. It's interesting that they haven't said anything.
1: Because I sure don't they're... think
0: there's an infraction. No, there is there,
2: is. there is not an infraction. There is not, there is because a, everything was done by the F in book. Mm hmm. Then. Yeah, I
0: mean, th- then why is, like, British cycling interested in it at all then?
2: Oh, well, they, I I mean, this is all because of the leaks that the guys or the hackers yeah. from Fancy Bears are, are doing. And since they are investing so much money in their athletic programs, then they have to see, like, wait, are we just funding a massive kind of, like, doping sort of thing. I think that's where, it coming, where it's coming from. And since it, it got into the public's attention, I think that's something that they, maybe one of the reasons why they are doing it. But I mean, that it had to get to the House of Commons to get a an answer of what was in the bag is just, like just yeah, blows my mind. It's like, really? Uh, like, <laughs> people have been asking this for months now. Like, <laughs>
0: Klaus, I have a question for you though. Mm. I forgot what the question was, but it was really good and very poignant. Um,
2: Can I ask mine?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. now I know what the question was. Okay. If this were happening in in May or in August, do you think that it would have been a big deal, or do you think a lot of this is a huge deal and is being made to be a big deal by the media just because there's absolutely nothing else to talk about other than like, hey, new kids and there's this person got
1: elected. To I think be, it's getting some of the uh, traction that it's getting is more legitimate from the British media. That's my sense because some of it is not from the cycling media.
0: Yeah, no, so, you're right. And actually, if you go to uh, any website that is not American or British, nobody's even talking about it. Ciclismo doesn't even mention it, and if they do, so, it's like the ninetieth like story.
1: Yeah, so I think that
0: there's interest within the British uh, media, cycling aside. so Yeah, but do you think that's just like a lot to do about nothing? What is that saying?
2: Much ado about, about nothing.
0: That's the name of an awesome movie, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think that's really basically what it is. Because whether or not it's flu missile or not, if UCI is not looking into it, it's probably because there's just no evidence of anything.
1: Well, yeah, but, but nothing is not... It was a package. Who knows what was in there? And I, to me, that's not the point. I think bigger questions have been raised about the that program. So I think now people are like, oh, maybe there's something happening. So there's some interest. And I think the fact that the program has been built under this idea of transparency and everything like that, that's why there's interest. I mean, I, to me, that bag is inconsequential. I think Mm -hmm. just anything that has raised doubts from the TUEs to all that stuff, it's all little things, but they're getting people's interest because the whole team was uh, built with this idea of transparency.
2: And it just, when you read about it, it gives you this feeling of a major cover-up of something. So you get get the feeling that it's something dirty, in it. And now I'm going to ask you this question. So, we're talking about a team that has won the Tour de France four times in the last five years. Uh-huh. So, what if, let's say, what if it happens that there is some sort of, you know, like, let's not say the massive like, US postal sort of doing, but something along those lines that yeah. you have like this covered up by let it be British Cycling with help of the UCI, and then that comes to light. we also something else that is supposedly going to happen on January, and is that the guy that built the motors for the bikes, Barjas, I think is the last name, he says that in January, he's going to reveal the client that pretty much bought him for 10 years. And he says that it's a team that is, that he has dealing with uh, in Monaco. So I don't think it's going to be Sky. I think it's, I'm thinking more along the lines of Astana and Vino time, but whatever. So he says that he has That guy,
1: Mm -hmm. the bike motor guy is kind of weird.
2: Yeah. But they say that, you know, like that he drops whatever boom he wants to drop on January. So we have that and we have this thing going on when it doesn't look good for Sky. Let us, let us say that. So, what could be the unraveling of that? So, I was thinking, and I thought it was like, okay, if this is getting you know like more attention and it's getting traction, I think one of the things that we could see is braceful or somebody trying to create a smoke courting, trying to you yeah. know, like talk about other teams that are not you know like just start making a.
0: Yeah, just pointing it's, the finger. away. Pointing the you.
2: things finger elsewhere, so the attention goes there. So we will have that. We will have the motor guy blaming some team. And I'm just wondering here: is that going to be a little bit of armageddon <laughs> for cycling, or nothing is going to happen at the end? I don't.
0: I I, I think it's, in cycling in no, general, it's not no? a deal. Okay. I mean, what you're saying, though, what you're saying, Klaus, is 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 really the interesting part. Is that um, maybe it raises... It, Bigger issues about, about Team Sky, who's supposed to be like the super clean, like we're and transparent and stuff. And one of the, the, the points that I read that I find to be the most interesting is, so apparently this flumicil deal is available in France over the counter. And pretty much every team doctor has it with them because it's something that the guys use a lot because it's perfectly legal. So why would they need to bring it from the UK all the way to France when you can just go to a pharmacy there or knock in another team's doctor's like hotel room and just but get But see, but that,
1: again, to me is like focusing on the wrong thing. But you raise a valid point. But I just think, sadly, this is what transparency looks like in cycling. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. And I've, I've said this before. Uh, if you ever read a cycling journalist say that he was surprised about something, don't believe them for a second. Uh, And likewise, I would say that as fans, like there's very little you can be really surprised with with or by at this point. And I think the lesson learned here is that while the rest of the world laughed at American fans for their blind belief and their belief in uh quote unquote miracles in Armstrong and the US postal era, imagine when the shoe's in the other foot. And certainly a lot of the British cycling media has has blindly wanted to believe Team Sky. And likewise I would say that as Colombian fans it's it's uh it's a it's a what is it a fool's errand to blindly defend any cyclist because he's Colombian, so I think you know it's it's cycling, I hate to say that, but you know it is what it is, and I think the way that uh a lot of people who laughed at American fans and their blind belief of Armstrong the way that they're behaving now it's kind of funny
2: okay, yeah, and no, I was just wondering yeah. if something is something like that like say. A scandal of that proportion, not only not only with what's going on with the sky, but if you add in the motor thing on, if something like that big can take another hit on, on cycling. And I'm talking here again about the public perception that all oh, this thing yeah. is just a bunch of dopers and whatever, and then the sponsorship becomes harder and like, I don't know. I think what? if that sh- if that can have an impact on that, that's all I. Was it thinking.
1: almost couldn't get any worse.
0: That's what I was gonna say. I mean, plus, coming okay. me naive, I think that the companies that are involved are involved, and they're gonna remain involved. And the ones that are staying away right now, they'll stay away. You know, I mean, many- what's
1: the worst that could happen? That someone with a really frightening record of human rights violations would sponsor a team. <laughs> that's already happening.
2: <laughs> like two, yeah. no, no, because now El lampre. The Um, TIJ, the one that was supposed to be sponsored by Chinese Chinese Chinese. bankers, now the other sponsor is uh, Abu Abu Dhabi, no? So it's going to be Lampre Abu Dhabi or something like that, I I read. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so that's awesome. So, like, the Chinese aren't shady enough. Let's go to the Middle East for some money. Yeah, and I mean, (laughs) Bahrain, so. I mean, think about this, too. Think about how many shady, shady scandals there's been in the NFL. From like wife beaters to like shootings, a lot of doping and cheating with deflating the balls and stuff. That's just pretty much the Patriots alone. So you look at all the other teams and the NFL still chugs along in plenty of sponsors because the fact that the sponsors don't really give it that much of a shit.
1: Well, but I mean, I think the NFL certainly has uh, certain things going for it, which is huge viewership uh, no, oh, oh, from oh, players oh, oh, no, union, and all that, but... Of I mean, course, I think
0: course. what I'm saying, though, is if cycling was that popular, then it wouldn't really matter. The fact that it's not very popular doesn't really change the fact that the small companies that are going to support cycling are going to remain supporting cycling.
2: OK, so, so what is going to happen is that, again, forget about growing. You know, like yeah,
0: it's oh, not, no, no. It's not- Cycling is not growing. And you know what? I'm kind of fine with it. I don't care. I don't want cycling to be huge. It okay. doesn't really matter to me, and I'm not a professional cyclist, of course, so I don't care if the salaries remain low. I know it's incredibly selfish of me, but whatever.
1: Oh. You know, I, I like think them. it's a. I think it's sort of unrealistic because I think cycling will continue to shoot itself in the foot. Oh yeah, and I think the more you talk to older professionals, the more you realize there's always been a culture of this and that, and so. I mean, that's kind of my sense. I, I, you know, we talked about this before and I think people believe that when Armstrong talked to Oprah or whatever, like this great thing would happen. And really, I think if they, if the world just blew up and burnt down cycling, as long as there was, I mean, I guess the only thing I would miss if things really change is that I would like to be able to see a terrible feed online of a few races. Yeah, But yeah. the races could get smaller. The, everything could get smaller. <laughs> that would be kind of the point at which I... Um, they could,
0: yeah. Tomorrow, no, I would sen- I would have a sense that. of loss. They could announce tomorrow that 50% of the races in the calendar will disappear. And I would be bummed, but uh, I would still be okay. I'll survive.
1: I mean, you could cut the teams in half. Actually, you could say the salaries would be cut in half. So then much lesser, you know, riders that are not as good would be racing. And on TV, it would
0: still look about the same to me, and it would still be really hard. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I, mean, I, I, yeah. I know I, it's it's I, oh. again. I mean, it's terrible that we're saying this as fans, but it's 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 that is absolutely very true. Well, what's the name of that British team that just went down from Pro Conti to just Continental um, Team One or whatever, and they just cut the roster down to twelve riders? Okay. So it's ridiculous. This poor team goes down one whole chunk because of money, and then they have to cut their roster down to two. Oh, can I tell you guys a story? One, one Pro Cycling, it's called.
1: Um, just about kind of the, the difference between professionals and non-professionals. And every time I get a really clear, amazing understanding of how hard like cycling is or rather how strong real big time cyclists are, I'm kind of amazed because I know it, but to see it is kind of amazing. Um, okay. uh, Camilo Suarez, who was with the 472 Colombia team. So already you can say, you know, he was teammates with Nairo Quintana, a very, very talented cyclist, but at a continental level. So already you can take that for what it is. While I was in Colombia I saw Camilo ride his bike for the first time with like, like clipless shoes in almost a year and a half, and he completely, at one point, demolished everyone he was riding with, including, you know, high end uh, amateurs with like power meters who race and are training five to six days a week. And this after guy a, a after a year and a half. The okay. form he retained.
2: <laughs> I do was, I do have to ask you a question. Have you seen the crazy yoga routines and things that he does? I mean, that guy is made out of rubber. It is insane know, no, no, how no. fit he keeps himself. Woo. Oh,
1: absolutely. But it's just amazing to see. And that's the thing that I'm like, you know, even when it's people at his level. So a uh, continental pro that hasn't ridden a bike in over a year and a half watching what he can do even then it's amazing unbelievable uh-huh. so I think the Chris Froome Naito Quintana
0: levels I could do without because to me it's just going to look super hard anyway yeah oh, no, absolutely okay. which is what I always said about women's cycling since it's all relative then women's cycling is just as exciting as men's cycling because women are racing against women so well it's boring because they go slower dude
2: you can't tell that 15 miles
0: an hour and 25 miles an hour don't look any different
1: (laughs) and even still i mean they uh, are holding 30 for long periods of time or whatever but it's just yeah yeah, when you see what it's it was it's pretty amazing to realize the uh the extent and i'm sure this is a very lay person kind of observer uh, example. I know there's far better ones. And for those people that have written with high-end professionals, I'm sure you guys have examples too. This was just kind of an interesting thing that I saw. And I was like, wow, well, there you have it. Hey,
2: Klaus. Related uh, to that. Okay. So, yeah. uh, but I'm going a to get a, side, side-tracked, a little, sidetracked a little bit. So go ahead. Crochet, okay, and no, then
0: I wanted to ask Klaus if mm-hmm. uh, we could actually discuss what his latest travels were about. <laughs>
2: maybe not
1: exactly what the project was but i can tell you some of the stuff i saw
0: some of the people i talked to yeah well listen if you want whatever uh, you want we uh this is going to be a short episode uh because i got to run and i have maybe another 4 or 5 maybe maybe 8 minutes um so yeah if you could actually tell us a little bit about that then we talk about what Natalia wants to talk about, and then we can talk about good news that Gaviria is going to the Giro d'Italia. Go ahead, Klaus. Hold on. Before you do that, before you start. Hold on. All right, go. Okay. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) I
1: I was in Colombia for another kind of top-secret project. And through that, I uh, was able to talk to a lot of people and got to see a lot of people.
0: Um yeah. Can you, like, can you be more specific than I yeah. want to see? I was in um, an airplane and then I landed in an airport. I yeah, think yeah, the yeah, bells
2: yeah. are
1: messing with his head. I think so. I think so. I, I got to talk yeah. to Lucho Herrera, uh, Martin Ramirez, winner of the 1984 Dauphiné. Uh, Negro! Amazing, just an amazing guy. Had a had a big uh dinner get together uh with him, with uh Pacho with pa- Pablo Wilches, Juan Pablo Wilches, uh I mean just a big table
2: Patro. Patrocinio
1: Jiménez. Yeah, I mean just nineteen like yeah, I mean, eighties Colombian cycling. Who who.
2: Three
0: hours
1: of just telling
0: stories. This
2: would uh, be like uh,
0: this would be like a table with Laurent Fignon, uh Bernardino uh, Sean Kelly, Greg LeMond. Yeah. Just unbelievable. that Gary Some of them
1: Thunder. hadn't seen each other in a while. So they were just telling stories a lot. They went into a lot of detail about buying and selling races and they were joking about that stuff. So that was kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, so that was really good. A lot of that was said, you know, on mic and stuff. So it's not like it was top secret or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. I uh, got to meet up with, uh, with Lucho herrera Lucho remains. He is just an enigma, and he can be very tough to deal with. But, you know, thank God for that. If he were any other way, he would just be someone else. To give you an idea, the day before uh, we're set to meet him, he changes the city that we're going to meet in. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> Not the restaurant,
1: but the city. Yeah, just the city. Uh, so then he decides he wants to meet in a shopping mall. And then, you know, in a matter of about 20 minutes, you're running into a shopping mall to get permission to shoot inside. um, And you're hoping he's going to show up, that type of thing. It's just kind of, I guess that's just how he is. But, uh, yeah, but uh, got to spend some time with Esteban Chavez's family. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, who are just just an amazing, amazing uh, family. Esteban's dad. Uh Did you find out if Esteban's dad is a metalhead. You know, I really have, thought I really thought team. he was, but he's not. Oh, no. I'm, I'm so but disappointed. I know, super 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 nice guy. Uh got to spend some time with Brian, uh Esteban's brother, and yeah, it seems like Esteban so he's he's really uh taking the tour down under very seriously. I think he understands the importance of it for the team, so he's really, really, really training for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I can understand and that.
0: Yeah, and that means he. I want to watch it. I want to watch a Tour de Under for the first time in ever. Yeah, I mean, he's. I don't <laughs> know what well, the route. I don't know the route for yeah. it, but it seems like
1: he's really, really going for it. And as a result, he's hoping, even though they haven't told him yet, but it looks like he might be doing the the Tour de France this year. Um, nice, but yeah, I mean, just. I got to talk to Luz Marina Ramirez, who was one of the first uh, Colombian uh, female cyclists in Colombia. She raced for the first uh, pro women's team, got to spend some time with her in her house and just look through her old jerseys and old pictures and just, she's an That's amazing awesome. human being. Um, cycling aside, um, I'll, I'll be writing something somewhere about her because... The work that she's doing in Ciudad Bolívar, is, which is a very, very poor neighborhood. If you look it up uh, in a lot of places online, the UN at one point considered it as uh, being as dangerous as Baghdad, which I don't
0: know how accurate that is. You know, they always compare shitty cities with Baghdad. I feel bad. They were yeah, like, I mean, is, I mean, Detroit is like Baghdad. Hey, listen, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to c- cut you short there. Yeah, yeah. Natalia, I promise that we'll get back to your points next episode.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> if you remember, but I gotta get out of here because the wife just gave me the eye. Okay. <laughs> so, it's time. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, now she's giving me the eye for saying that she gave me the eye. Do you want to say something, Jay? No, she nods her head. She does not want to say anything. All right, peoples. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, like I said, Instagram at Speed Metal Cycle. Merry Christmas to everybody! Happy holidays! Happy New Year! And we'll see you guys in
2: 2017. I peace. <laughs> All right,
0: guys.